Hello and welcome back to the Soul Story Podcast. I am back this week with Brother Dario Maycock. If you watched last week or you listened last week, you would know that's my brother. He is a brother in the Lord. We attend the same church and we have been discussing prayer. And whenever we get together, it's always a, a long and healthy discussion. And to those who are listening, sometimes they would say it would be a provocative discussion. But we are here really to to share with you a little bit about prayer. And we started our discussion last week talking about Matthew 6, verse 5 through 7. And if you're just tuning in, I want to read it into your hearing and so that you'll know exactly where we're coming from this week. And it reads, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray... Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. And last week, Brother Dario, I really... Um, enjoyed our conversation because we we touched on a couple of things. Um, we touched on the fact that people come into prayer differently, you know. And you talked about your relationship with your father, um, and and growing up in a Christian home. We also shared about the fact that to some degree we teach our kids um, to pray loudly and for that confirmation or affirmation of what they're saying. And so today we want to pick up the conversation. Um, Acknowledging that, you know, we all enter a space of prayer from a different background. And we also realize that prayer is common to many religions. So it's not just common to our Christian faith, but there are other religions that believe in prayer. So we want to we talk about today um, going more into verse 6 of that scripture where it says, um, rather than, because verse 5 talks about where not to pray, you know, don't 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 be praying in the synagogues or on the streets to be seen of of man, but rather for success. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done secret will reward you. Um, and I I like to think about that. Um, when I first got my house, um, when we first got our well not our house our our last home. We had a little bit more space, Brother Dario, and so I had the opportunity to create a prayer room, right? There I was, a Christian, practicing Christian, and I had this prayer room. And, you know, I had seen so many prayer rooms, and of course, you know, there was the war room where this lady had like a little prayer area, and I was like, oh, that's my prayer room. And I quickly realized that without noticing it, I was doing a whole lot more than prayer in there. It ended up being my office room. It ended up being the kids' entertainment room. It ended up being so many things, and it ended up just getting cluttered as our lives can become cluttered and we use times of prayer or spaces of prayer for other things. This scripture is admonishing us to to go into um, a secret space or not to do things publicly, publicly. How do we, in a busy world, and even let's just say you're in a home with maybe seven people, two rooms. How do we find a secret space? How do we find, and and going back to last week, 
next conversation when you said sometimes we all we ought to open our mouth mouth in prayer. How do we find that in in busyness and and all that's going on around us? How how have you found it in your life? For me, I find myself just right now. I mean, I'm in a small environment, okay. And as you mentioned last week, uh, four kids. You know, um, okay. my wife and I in a small space. So for 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 myself and my wife, I notice what we do because we want we, we we pray together at times. Awesome. But also, we still need those um, secret times when we pray. Yes. And for me, um, I find that two three o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! I'm up. Yes. And when I'm up, I am praying, and um, and I and I find find that by praying that those times, mm-hmm. my prayers are different. Wow. Okay. If I pray in the day, it's more me just um, talking, 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 talking to God. Mm-hmm. When I pray around that 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 that, that, that two o'clock, three o'clock in the in in in, in the morning, um, I, I allow the spirit to to lead me, and then I find that I meditate. I stop. Yes, yes. And I wait and 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 to to listen to see yeah. what the spirit is saying. Yes. I even find that I even. Um, sing more psalms, more songs, and I even read scriptures, which I find difficult to do during the day because there's so much coming at you, you know, um, especially if you are working and your person's calling and interrupting or something, you know, it's, it's, it's too much. And so therefore, the closet, I, 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 if you have that closet, um, um, use that, sanctify that closet and use yes. that um, for prayer. Don't use it for nothing else mm-hmm. if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have that closet, you gotta find you find that time. Yes. Because um, as the um, scripture um, following this what it says, God already know what you need. Yes. He know what you, what you need and what you need to pray for um, before he even created us. Um, all he wants you to do is to pray with a sincere heart. That's all he requires of you. And when you do um, separate yourself and find yourself in that closet or that space alone, wherever that may be, whether it's in the front room, whether it's in the kitchen, whether it doesn't matter where it is, when you find yourself alone, um, you find yourself being very sincere because you know it's just you and the Father, you and the Master, you and the Savior. You know it's just you and Him. And so you're not trying to impress no one yes. but Him. I, I like that um, it is an invitation to intimacy, mm-hmm. like you said, because He doesn't just say you go into the room, but you also close the door. It's almost like, let's... Let's secure this time with us. Let's make this space for us. And, you know, I've, I've, I've mentored a couple of persons, young young persons, and they'd be like, well, you know, I don't have my own room. Or, I, don't, I don't have this place. Like, but you have a car. Mm-hmm. You can drive to the beach, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I have, I have found that 
as a busy mom, once my kids get up six o'clock, my prayer life can't. You know, it's it's more a family devotion as opposed to me really saying some things to God. Because when we pray in a family setting, there are some things that I don't want to say before in the front of my kids. You know, and so and there are some things I don't want to say in the front of my husband. I want I want that invitation that Christ has given me as much as He has invited me to it. And for me. That means waking up for something. You know, I'm not called to the two, three a.m. ministry like you are, Brother Dario, but it, it means uh, my alarm goes up, goes off at four forty, and and it's just so funny how when we make this space for God, whether it's physical, and I talked about the decluttering of the physical space. When I first started making up four forty, the first thought came is, oh, well, you could maximize this time by exercising, and I literally had to say, no, this is prayer time. This is an exercising time. And so many times that we get this invitation from Christ to, to get away, to get into a space with him, to, to grow into more intimacy with him. And then we fill that space with other invitations or other demands of our daily needs. And so I was so happy when you shared that, you know, that you and your wife have found rhythms of prayer times, whether either together or, like you said, 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning when, um, I guess, is a feasible time that works in your environment. When we move into, and you, you started to hint, hint to it already in terms of prayer and, um, and, and how, how it is that in the next verse it talks about what our Father already knows. Um, how important is it for you as the head of your home? to have a prayer life? Well, for me, it's extremely important, especially now that I have a, a, a more a, a, a revelation of prayer, especially after being healed. Um, being healed three, three, three months ago okay. um, when I was in, um, in a hospital with COVID. Um, only thing I could have done um, at point because I couldn't breathe or anything was to pray. Wow. Okay. And uh, and the twenty third Psalms was my prayer. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was my prayer. And so, with the understanding of the power of prayer, with the um, and interestingly, the definition that I just I gave last week from Pastor Miles Monroe would pray. Is, yes. I learned that um, while I was in the hospital. Okay. okay. So this wasn't a long revelation you had of this. this no, is just no, a, no, no, this no. This was no, a no, recent no. revelation. This was a recent revelation. We thank God that we're always learning, right? <laughs> always learning and growing in Him. Yes. Now, I, I always used to pray. Yes. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 honestly, I, I prayed a lot. I realized I was praying with very little understanding. Okay. My understanding is still very little. Right. Um, but it has improved. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, while I was inside the hospital, I met somebody uh, who was next door, next to my bed. Uh, she was a co-pastor of one of the um, Creole church. And she she asked for the, the doctor for my number. She called me. Okay. And we, we, we communicated. Once I got out, we communicated afterwards. And interestingly, she said the spirit led her to um, advise me 
um, to study a prayer manual. Oh, wow. Okay. And I have not finished it yet. I started. So I brought you here too early. Yeah, you brought me here. Uh, <laughs> no, you brought me in time. Okay. Because um, I have to go back to complete it now. Okay. Um, and it has, it has improved yes. my um, prayer life. It has wow. improved my prayer life. And so for my for me being a father, um, and, um, my kids, um, I, yes, they, 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 they know that I am... Um, I'm, I'm a praying man. Yes. Because I, I pray in the, in, in the presence. Yes. Um, we have our devotions. We have every function that we have together as a family. We pray. Mm-hmm. We open up the prayer in the family meetings and so forth. We pray. So they, they understand that. But for me, as a father, what is more so now is for them to truly understand the power of prayer. You know, the purpose mm-hmm. of prayer. Um, the, the relevance of prayer. And I yes. think that's something that we do not focus on a lot. Um, so my task now, moving forward, mm-hmm. um, is to, to 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 introduce now my children. They're they're, they're in their teens, um, two of them, and two of them are in their twenties. So it's a little more difficult for the twenties, but still, um, as long as they will listen to daddy, I'm going to now. Um, Introduce them now to the relevance of prayer. Wow. Okay, because I think now was um, when we have to understand now um, when we do pray that it takes us into that spiritual realm. Okay, and when we get into that spiritual realm, that's a whole different realm that we are in here. Because in this natural realm and this earth. We have to meaning over this earth, right. but when we go into that spiritual realm, now we're dealing with two two kings who, who wants to rule. One is ruling that spiritual right. realm, which is um, Yahweh, and of course, you know, Satan wants to rule in that spiritual. So realm. one king and a wannabe king. Yes, <laughs> a king yes. and a wannabe king. Yes, and we have to understand when we pray. Um, if we miss the mark and not praying to the king. Then that means we are praying to the wannabe king. Wow. So that's that. That's a dangerous position for us to be in. Well, certainly, um, we don't want to do that. And mm-hmm. I think it's a very um, important thing for us to do to teach our children the relevance of prayer, not just how to pray, but the relevance of it. And I think it it adds more value to how they pray and, and when they pray and why they pray once they understand why prayer is relevant. And I want us to end on that note because perhaps you're listening and for the most part, like you, you would, like me, sorry, at some point you would have carved out spaces in your life for prayer, but filled them up with other things. Maybe it's responsibilities, maybe it's just clutter, mind clutter that don't allow you to pray to the true king. Um, like Brother Dario was saying, um, and you just um, end up sometimes either praying amiss or not really praying the way Christ invites us to, to pray. So I want to encourage you to, to think about that as you go through this week. Why is prayer relevant to you? Um, has prayer been relevant to you? And what steps do you need to now consider to make prayer more relevant. I want to thank you, Brother Dario, for sharing that. And I want to thank you for listening. Um, Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And again, meet us back next week. God bless you.